let's get started. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Thank you for being here in our evening service. Let's go ahead and pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to be in your house to worship and to praise you. Lord, we ask for your presence to be in our presence. Lord, we ask that you would speak to our hearts as only you can. Give us exactly what we need to hear tonight that we may be better servants for you. Lord, we love you. We uh, just praise your holy name for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, grab a hymnal, turn to page 44. To God be the glory, page number 44. Page 109, Great is Thy Faithfulness.
page number 24. His name is wonderful. singing tonight. I appreciate you being here in the Lord's house. Hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas and happy new year. Anybody have a happy new year? All right. Oh, it's still new year, right? It's still New Year's Day. Uh, how, how many s stayed up to see the new year in? Okay, a few. How, how many of you fell asleep before? That was me. Last night, that's the first year, I think, and I can't, I don't know how long that I fell asleep before New Year's, and uh, uh, I, I wasn't feeling the greatest, so um, I, my wife um, medicated me up. She gave me some NyQuil, and, and I tell you, I was out, and so, um, but I did wake up about 2 o'clock in the morning, and so uh, I got to see the new year, I guess, but anyways, I do appreciate you being here. Uh, starting the year off, 2019 uh, is over, 2020. And uh, we're starting the New Year's with a, a service here in church, and we're thankful for that. Um, <clears throat> today we think about the close of an old year, or of 2019, and the beginning of a new year, 2020. And as you see, I've got my glasses on, so I can see 2020 now. And uh, for many, 2019 may have been a difficult year. Um, it may have been a time of pain, grief, sorrow, and uh, unwanted changes. For others, the past year has been a year of triumph and blessings. Whatever 2019 was, it's over now. It's in the books. It's, 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 uh, it's done. It's gone forever. And it's now in the, uh, a time to look to 2020, look for this new year. The blessings and the burdens are all past the, the, uh, the pleasures and the pains are all in the past. The mountains and the valleys are all just memories now. This day marks the beginning of a new year filled with new experiences. Many are looking at 2020 with two words in their hearts. And those two words are words that are often fear, filled with fear and worry. And those two words are this, what if? What if? And uh, I, I, I think when we think about that, 
We look at all the problems we face and the things that might go wrong and we play out all the what-if scenarios that come to our minds. And our, uh, we often are troubled by what we imagine could happen. What if this? What if that may happen? But did you realize, and I'm not making this statistic up, they say over 80% of the things that we worry about never even come to pass. Those what-ifs, what-ifs. Uh, today, I want you to. Uh, I don't want to want you to stop thinking what if. But uh, what I do want you to do today is uh, look at your what ifs from a new perspective. Let's take our what ifs and put them in the realm of what God can do in us, through us, and to us in this next year. I, I want us to look at a passage from the early days of the church, and we're going to be in Acts chapter number four. In verse 31 through 35, and I've titled the message, What If? What If? And uh, we're going to look at uh, Acts chapter 4, verse 31. This is the beginning of the, uh, the, the church here. Let's look at verse 31. It says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. What a wonderful uh, verse there. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought to of the things which uh, he possessed was his own. But they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witnesses, witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands and houses sold them and brought them prices of the things that were sown, and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and of the uh, country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, once again, we thank you for this opportunity. What a wonderful way to start the new year in the house of God. Lord, we ask this uh, evening, Lord, that you would speak to our hearts, do a work that only you can. We'll give you all the praise, the glory, and and the honor that comes from it. Thank you, Lord, for all that you do. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. What if... I've got three or four what-if scenarios, and uh, I want you to just think about these uh, for a moment. I think we'll have the message. We, next week, we'll pick back Lord Willen in the book of John. But uh, tonight, I, I, since it's a new year, uh, I wanted to preach on what-if. And number one, what if this is a year of renewal? What if this is a year of renewal? The early church was privileged to experience two great beginnings in their time. And the first came the day of Pentecost when 3,000 souls were saved. Peter preached and 3,000 souls were saved. And then and they were added to the church. Just a short time later, that was Acts chapter 2. In Acts chapter 4, we, see a, we hear a na- another great renewal come upon us. Uh, when the church were, it was added, 5,000 more souls were saved and added to the church that day. In Acts chapter 4 and verse 4. Today we celebrate the beginning of a new year. But it is, is it really a new year? I mean, you woke up this morning with the same problems. You woke up this morning with the same burdens, the same needs, the the same worries, and the same fears you had just before you went to bed last night. 
In some ways, this is just another day. But in other ways, this is a day filled with new possibilities. What if this is the year when God moves in power in your life and allows you to see a new beginning? You have a renewal in your heart. It happens. Uh, it, it can happen. Uh, for some, this may be the year when God redeems you. See, some of you have been coming into this room week after week, week after week, but you've never been saved. I want you to know that it's not too late. It's not too late to be saved. If you're breathing, if you're still, you can still be saved. Today can be that day of salvation. If you know, yeah, uh, if you know you are lost and you want to be saved, you can be saved today. This might be the year. This might be the day. If you will be, come to Him, He will not turn you away, but He will save your soul. This may be the year that God restores you. Some in this room have been walking at a guilty distance, if you will, from the Lord for some time. You've, you've claimed Jesus as your Savior, but you haven't been living all that you should be for Him. You haven't been living the way you should be. There's some things missing out in your life. You, you don't pray. You don't go. Uh, maybe you just are, are uh, very unfaithful to church. You, 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 know, you don't read your Bible or, or you don't uh, live the, the kind of life that you know that you ought to be living. This might be the year, this might be the day when God gets a hold of your heart and He gets your attention, He burns your barley and He says, Hey, you need to get right with me. This may be the year, this may be the day that God restores you back to where you need to be. You see, if He is challenging you this, this evening, then you can come and be restored before the night's over with. The Bible says in 1 John, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This may be the year that God renews you. He renews you. There are some in this room that are saved and living right, but you just don't love the Lord like you should. There's a coldness where there used to be a, a hot, there used to be a blaze of love. It's kind of that... I'm not trying to be graphic or anything. It's that honeymoon love that you, that you have, and it's gone. You know, that, that love that you once had, that burned within you, that you had for, uh, for the Lord when you first got saved. I mean, it was so wonderful. And, and uh, one old preacher, I heard him say, he said, you were so excited about the things of God, you would have uh, swung on an old uh, dried-up corn stalk and scored the, uh, the devil in the eye with a, a squirt gun. I mean, you were so in love with the things of the Lord, but now it's kind of, you're just going through the, the, the routine of, of being a Christian. You're just going through the, and then you're in a rut. This may be the year that God renews that love that you once had, that zeal, that passion for the Lord and for His business. You see, this might be the year, this might even be the day when God rekindles that old fire of passion and love for Him. How can this happen? Well, it takes the steps there in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 5. It talks about, and God tells them how they can, how they can renew this love that they once had. And get, he says, remember. He says, remember the things that I used to do, that I've done for you. Remember how I love you and how I've done this. But then he says to repent. So we remember the things that we've done. Then we repent for the things, for our wickedness and for how, how we failed him so much. And then we repeat. 
Look there in Revelation. Let's just turn there so we can get the full picture of it. In Revelation 2 and verse 5, notice it says, Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent and do thy first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. So when we remember, we need to remember uh, where we've come from, remember what he's done for us, and then we need to repent, and then we need to repeat that. But this may be also, this may be the year that God refocuses you. You know, sometimes we get our priorities all out of whack. Everything else seems to take the priority in our lives. I mean, we have... We have our grandkids, and we have our kids, and we have our, uh, we have our uh, softball games, we have our football games, we have this, and we have that. We've got all these things and these priorities in our lives. And for most of us, we, we set up the things that are most important to us. A lot of times, we'll say family, that's, that's number one. Can I tell you, family's not number one. God needs to be number one. If, it, if God is number one, family will be right there number two. God needs to have number one place priority in our hearts and in our lives. Then our family will come. And I tell you, if we have him first, he will put all those things in right perspective. He'll put those things on the right priorities. There are some here that have spent the last year looking back and longing for the things that are behind them. Others have spent their time looking around, wishing they had other things than what they have possessed. This might be the year, this might even be the day when the Lord refocuses our vision and He helps you to get your eyes on the one person who really matters. Today could be the day when your priorities are all set right and He allows you to run your race with patience and power once again. These things can happen, folks. And they can happen if your life, in your life today. Is 2020 the year when everything changes for you, for your family and for your walk with the Lord? If He has spoken to you about any of these things, then get to Him and watch Him change your life. No matter what it is, bring it to Jesus and watch Him change it. Then number two... What if this is a year of rejoicing? What if this is a year of rejoicing? According to our verse in verse 31 of Acts chapter number 4, notice again with me, it says, And when they had prayed, and the place was shaken where they had assembled together, they were assembled together, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. According to verse 31, the early church prayed and God moved in power and answered their prayers. The place where, where they were praying was shaken and the power of God and, and he moved in their midst in a wonderful and unforgettable way. What if this is a year when God answers uh, those burdens? Some of, the, uh, some of you have been carrying burdens for people in different situations. Uh, what if this is a year that God answers those things? Some have been carrying these burdens for months and even years, but what if this is a year when God takes those prayers and, that you've been praying for so long and does what only He can do? 
You see, we need to trust God. I understand we lift our petitions up to God knowing that He's the only one that can answer those prayers. He's the only one that's in control of those things. See, it is real possible. After all, answer, uh, uh, answer to prayer is His promise to His people. He said this in Isaiah 65, 24, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Uh, Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. 1 John five fourteen. And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, and that's the kicker, folks. It's not according to my will. That's where we, we get messed up. Well, it's my will that uh, so-and-so is healed. It's my will that so-and-so uh, is saved. Uh, God's will is that none should perish. He's not willing that any should perish, but we need to pray according to His will. And when we pray according to His will, our will just kind of goes along with it. You see, when we pray according to what God has for us, we say, God, not my will be done, but Thy will be done. Uh, all those other things, oh, we pray, oftentimes we pray selfishly. God, if you'll do this, I'll do that. But God is not under no obligation for, uh, to answer our prayers according to the way we want them. We've got to understand this. That God is, is in control of those things and His will will be done. We need to pray, God, Thy will be done. You know, sometimes it's hard for us to understand because we are human. It's hard for us to understand why bad things happen to good people. It's hard for me to understand that. But God has a plan. And we've got to just trust that God knows what He's doing. See, this could be the year when your children get right with God. This could be the year that your spouse comes to Jesus for salvation. That you achieve victory over spiritual problems. That your financial future changes. That your health is restored. That your health is taken away. This could be the year that your marriage is saved and restored. You see, the things you have been seeking God over and over may come to pass. This could be the year. Therefore, don't give up. Walk in faith, believe in God, and trust Him for the things that you need. Psalm 37, 4 says, Delight thyself in the Lord. And he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy ways unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. What if? What if this is the year of revival? Some say, I don't believe there's going to be another great revival in America. There may not be. But what if this is the year that God does, does something miraculous here in America? When the early church sought the Lord and His power, He met them with them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, Acts 4.31. In other words, it was a time of revival for the people of God. He moved in, the midst, in their midst, and they and everything they did changed for the glory of God. What if God moved in our hearts as a church at Putnamville Baptist Church, and we were in all one accord, and you know what we just... Man, a great revival came upon Putnamville Baptist Church. 
I would love for that to happen. He moved in our midst. What would that, what? Not for our glory. Not for, so everybody could say, hey, look what's going on down there at Putnam Valley. No, but for his glory. What if 2020 is the year that God moves here with that kind of power? It could be. If he does, it will be a time of great revival. You see, we schedule uh, a revival or two each year. We always have Brother Bobby. And thank the Lord for Brother Bobby. But can I tell you, if God's not in it, we're not going to have revival. It doesn't matter if we have Brother Bobby. It doesn't matter if we have Brother McBride. It doesn't matter who the preacher is. It doesn't matter if we have a newbie that's never preached a revival in their life. If God's in it, God can send a revival our way. It doesn't matter the speaker. It matters the God that we serve. And we've got to trust Him and say, God, we need revival. And we need to recognize that we need revival in our old hearts. See, it could be done. I believe it can be. Real revival is a time when profound things take place around the house of God. Where there is real revival, there is power and worship. Power and worship. Look there again in verse 31. It says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken, and they were assembled, and they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And there is power in worship. Preaching will be bold and powerful. There will be a spirit of conviction in the church. The altars will not be neglected. But there will be a zeal in service. Folks want to love. They love to serve God. I mean, there's, there's a, a zeal. I can't wait to get to church. I can't wait to... I'm going to find opportunities so that I can serve God. And it doesn't have to be in the church. You can serve God outside the church. By being a testimony, by being a witness, by doing things, by passing out tracts, by just encouraging people. You can be busy in the work of the Lord and have zeal doing it. God's people will have a desire to serve. They will not have to be begged to be busy. The service will flow out of their love for Jesus. But Then you'll notice there will be unity in the church. Forgiveness and reconciliation will mark the fellowship of the church. Look there in verse 32. It says, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. There was unity. The church will be in the business of caring one for another. That will be the standard of our church. Love will be the foundation and the result of all that we do. Folks, why do we do what we do? It should be because of our love for the Lord. Why I do things, uh, why I do things for you or for the church or for, I do it all because I love Him and I want Him to get the glory. Because the fact that, that you've heard me say this, that honest, honestly, if I do something for you and you don't appreciate it, if I do it for you, that may hurt my feelings. That may, that may make me mad that you don't appreciate it. But if I do it because I love the Lord, it doesn't matter whether you appreciate it, whether you accept it. It doesn't matter. I'm doing it for the Lord. And if we would just change our hearts and our attitudes, I do this not because Pastor Brown wants me to or because such and such wants me to or because of this or because I want people to see what I'm doing, but I do this because I love the Lord and I'm doing it for His glory. 
I tell you what, that'll change the way we approach things. This could be the year. If it is, are you in a position to experience revival with God's people? If you're not, the Lord can change that. After all, this could be the year when revival comes to our church. Then, what if this is a year of reaching? We're told in verse 33 that the early church was marked by a zeal to reach the lost world around them. They went out and preached the gospel of grace and power with boldness. They told the old, old story and souls were ushered into the kingdom of God. This could be the year when God would birth that kind of zeal in our hearts. My friends, if there is one thing the modern church needs, it is a desire to see sinners saved. Most church members just do not have a real consuming burden for the lost. Oh, we say we do. But let me ask you, how long has it been since you were so burdened over a lost soul? Maybe it's a loved one. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a friend. How long has it been since you labored in prayer for one who was dying in their sins? How long since you spoke to a, a lost sinner about his or her soul? How long since you made an effort to bring a lost soul to Jesus? You see, if we seek the Lord in this area, He might just cause this to be the year when we bring, we begin to carry out the Great Commission with passion and power. This might be the year when we see results that will astound and glorify the Lord. If we are willing and make ourselves available to Him, it could be the year that we see many souls saved for the cause of Christ. In conclusion... All this service, I've been asking you, what if? What if? Now I want you to think about two other words. Why not? Why not? Why not this year be the year of revival? Why not this year be the year of reaching? Why not this be the year of renewal? Why not? Do you believe that the things I've mentioned today are possible? I believe it. After all, we serve a God who specializes in doing amazing and the unbelievable. We serve a God with whom anything and everything is possible. Think about it. The Bible says in Luke 1.37, For with God nothing shall be impossible. James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift uh, is come from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Luke 12.31 says, but rather seek ye the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your, God, your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Has the Lord shown you today that things are possible has He spoken to you about your salvation, your walk with Him, your need for revival, your need to spread the gospel more effectively? I believe that we are on the verge of a great year here at Putnamville Baptist Church. I believe that God can do some great and mighty things. Not because of me, but because we want to serve Him and we have a heart wanting to be pleasing unto Him. 
If he has spoken to your heart, please don't shut him down and turn him away. Get to the altar and say, Lord, may this be the year of renewal, a a time of rejoicing, a year of rejoicing, a time of recommitment, a time of restoration. May this be a time of revival for me. God, do a work in my heart. What if this is a year when everything changes? Why not? Why not? It can be if we are in a place to receive it. Let's seek God for it and do our part to see it come to pass. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Ms. Haley's going to come prepare for our invitation time. First thing I asked is, what if? What if? What if this is a year of renewal? Why not? Why can't it be a year of renewal for us? What if this is a year of rejoicing? Why isn't? Why? Why not? Why not? Is it a year of rejoicing for the Lord? What if it's a year of revival? Why not? It can be a year of revival. What if it's a year of rejoicing or reaching out? Why not? It can be a year that we come together and we reach out to lost souls. I just challenge you this evening to make that commitment. Some of you have already prayed in the new year. Some of you have already made commitments. Some of you made pledges, made uh, vows to the Lord, maybe spiritual, maybe it's physical. I don't know what the case may be, but... Maybe you want to come to an altar and seal it. Say, Lord, with your help, I'm going to be more faithful to church. With your help, I'm going to be more faithful to reading my Bible. With your help, Lord, I'm going to be more faithful to have a time of prayer and get in my prayer closet. God, with your help, I just want to be a better servant for thee. However the Lord spoke to you, I'm just going to challenge you to find a place at the altar. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. Or as I've already prayed today, or may this be a year of revival from my heart. Or may it be a year of renewal and recommitment. Or may you work in my heart and life. May it be a year of reaching out to the lost like I have never before. Not for my glory, but Lord, souls will be saved for your glory. Do a great work, I pray, in our midst that only you can get the glory for. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Ms. Haley's going to begin playing softly. God spoke to your heart. The altar's open. bowed and eyes are closed. Maybe you have a petition or two tonight you want to lift up to the Lord. Something you want to pray about. I'm praying this year, I just one of my goals, I'm praying that we, we as a church
we have uh, we see see ten more people saved this year. Of course, with back to Bethlehem last year, we saw seven saved last year through the ministries of Putnamville Baptist Church. We saw seven saved um, that I have record of. But I'm praying for ten this year. So would you pray with me? Ten souls saved. You say, Pastor, we ought to see more than that. I'm just praying. I'm praying specifically for ten. And I'm praying for five new families to come to our church and join our church this year. Pray with me about that. Maybe someone have another petition you want to pray about tonight. Yes, Miss Evelyn. Okay. Okay. Amen. That's Jacqueline, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Yes, Jennifer. have a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. Lord, I thank you for, uh, Lord, this privilege and honor that we have to come and worship you. Lord, as we lift up these petitions tonight, I know there are some some, uh, goals, some things that I have set forth. Lord, I'm I'm praying for 10 souls to be saved through our ministries here at Putnamville. Lord, but uh, Lord, we... um, Know, Lord, that you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Lord, I'm praying for five new families to come to our church. And, Lord, I pray that you would just uh, bring us the right families, the right uh, uh, people that would uh, love you and love this church and that we can serve you together. Lord, I do think of uh, Brother Adam not feeling well tonight. Lord, I pray that you just put your uh, hand upon him. Lord, that he may be a better servant for you as he, um, Lord, as he's uh, providing medical attention to his patients. Lord, I pray that you just give him the, the strength and wisdom to get through the day. Lord, I pray that you be with uh, Jacqueline and for Evelyn as they are nearing um, their due dates. Lord, I pray that you would just um, give them strength and, Lord, that you would uh, just uh, be with them and help them to... Um, uh, continue to have uh, good health, and Lord, that the baby, uh, the babies are are well. Lord, pray that you just uh, meet those needs. Lord, I ask that you would help Jennifer to be the kind of wife that she needs to be. That, Lord, as you promised in your word, that um, uh, the men can be won by the women's conversation. Lord, I ask that you would just help her to be the wife that she needs to be, the example that she needs to be as a uh, Christian. Wife, Lord, I pray that you would help us, Lord, to be better servants for you this year. Lord, we love you. Thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, just want to remind you, this coming Saturday is our prayer breakfast at 9 o'clock. If you're able to come, love to see you then. All right, that's all the announcements. Let's, uh, you are dismissed. <laughs>